came here for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Maybe you caught this story yesterday. Now there's an update. Ticketmaster has clarified a report that claimed the company was working on a plan to use smartphones to verify whether customers had been vaccinated or tested for coronavirus in preparation for a potential return to live concert events. Now, the original report, this was in Billboard, indicated that the process would involve fans using the Ticketmaster app in partnership with medical information firms and vaccine and testing distributors. Now, this is in the States, but an indication of how it might work up here in Canada as well. So after buying a ticket, customers would be required to either verify their vaccination status or prove that they've tested negative for coronavirus within 72 hours of the event. Regional health authorities would determine the length of coverage for any test. Attendees would then authorize vaccine distribution providers to send over test results to companies which would verify the status of that fan to Ticketmaster. Anybody who tested positive or failed to get screened wouldn't be granted access to the event. Okay, so earlier today, Ticketmaster issued the following statement to correct that original report. Quote, it was widely misreported yesterday that Ticketmaster will be requiring vaccine status and or test results for future events. This is not true. Ticketmaster doesn't have the power to set policies around safety or entry requirements, which would include vaccines and or testing protocols. That's up to the discretion of the event organizer. We're indeed exploring these options, but it's still only a potential concept. And Ticketmaster will not be able to require such parameters. It would always be up to the event organizer. So again, that's for the United States. That's what they have have to say about it but it does offer a glimpse into how things might look up here in canada as well with the hopeful return of concerts very soon and with the reunion of the surviving members of acdc's classic back in black lineup minus mal of course all seems right in the world of rock and roll new batch of songs complete with brian johnson cliff williams and phil rudd is going to be released tomorrow the band's first record in six years new interview with brian johnson who was, of course, fired from ACDC in 2016 after he developed ear problems. Once again, Winnipeg, a prominent part of that story. The last time they played here at IGF, it was a cold, wet night, and he developed a cold and an earache at and after that show, which he didn't treat properly. And then about 10 days later, uh, it was big-time problems, and that led to his firing. So you are welcome on behalf of Winnipeg. So he was talking about Axl Rose, who he said he had tremendous respect for and did a fantastic job stepping in. Quote, Brian Johnson said he jumped into a tough, tough vocalist gig. You've got to be on top of your game for that. There's not many resting places. You've really got to go in full chop all of the time. And for him to do that at such short notice was pretty fantastic. I've got a lot of respect for what he did, you know, a lot of respect. Johnson also saluted Stevie Young who's filled in for his dad, Malcolm, he says, quote, you don't want to step backwards. And I think Stevie's contribution is the fact that he's kept up that level. And Stevie, his part in it is to keep that level exactly where Angus and Malcolm always wanted it, the best it could be. Very classy move from Brian Johnson. And finally, Lars Ulrich says Metallica has been trying to work on a new album for several weeks, but they were facing significant complications as a result of having to record remotely because of the pandemic. Lars said the four members were sharing musical ideas via Zoom, which they already found limiting. But in an interview this week, he said that technical difficulties were inhibiting their progress. He said, quote, we've been working the last six or eight weeks virtually. Being in a rock band and working virtually is not super easy. Time delays, these things make it really hard. The main thing we miss is being able to hear each other. So for 
we're all four in the room together, we can connect with each other and we can hear each other. If I'm playing here in San Francisco and Kirk and James are in Oahu or Colorado, there are significant time delays. He said, as a result, it's very hard for the musicians to play songs together. He says, if I'm doing what we call steering, which means that I'm playing a beat and they're playing to me, I can't hear what they're playing and vice versa. We can't hear each other in a universal fashion. So there are some significant complications that we have. Our recording team and our production team are speaking to software makers all over the world about how to crack the code on it. Nobody's quite figured that out yet. But the good news is, apparently the boys working on a new album right now as best they can. That is the Classic Rock Files.